I know it's uncomfortable. I think like, that's where most marriages fail because they stop growing. Yeah. You know, or one grows too much, another one wants to stay. Well, they behind. stop growing together. Yeah, they stop growing together. Yeah. I mean, I think if 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 a marriage is going to succeed, I mean, we look at our marriages like we have we have to grow. Like we're growing, right? And the moment that that we were not in the same page, we struggle in our relationship. We struggle in our marriage. This is Vivian Velasquez. And this is Raul Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez. Yes, and I'm here, Vivian Velasquez. So happy and excited that we get to start this. And we're back, baby. We're back. God, Money, and Purpose podcast is back. We took, what, eight months off? It's been a while. I haven't been counting, but I, I really want to say thank you to the ones that reached out to us and, you know, you've missed us. And I think that's really awesome. It it, it says a lot from the, the content that we bring and, and who we are for this podcast every, and the intention of it. Every week I get a message or an email saying, hey, when are you going to come back with a God Money a Purpose podcast? When is yes. when is the next podcast when you and your wife uh, yeah. are going to record? And um, And to be honest with you, it's been... A crazy year. It's been a crazy year. And uh, we didn't want to come in and just do a podcast because we felt obligated to do it. That's right. And uh, we wanted just to take our time and, and we've been doing a lot of things. So let's fill them in and, and a couple of things that we've been doing and uh, and what you should expect for the next season of this Got Money and Purpose podcast because we've taken a lot of feedback from you, um, a lot of um, emails, a lot of text messages. And we really want to bring you content that resonates not just as a, as a couple and, and not, not just as an entrepreneur, but overall uh, as, a, as a power couple. I think that's the theme that we're talking, we've been talking about, like what's the next level for this podcast, right? What's the next level? What is it that we're going to bring? And I think that the conversation we want to have in this season is how do you become a power couple? With all the stuff that's going on right now, with we have so much uncertainty right now in the world. And, and I know we, we say that every single podcast, like there's fear out there, but it's never gonna go away. I think the pandemic has exposed a lot of us, uh, a lot of our weaknesses, and now it's time for us not just to get stronger, but also to start looking forward to what the next level is. What's your next level in your relationship? What's your next level in your business? What's your next level in your connection with God? That's right, and I think it's always something that's happening, so it's never gonna go away, like you said. And just you know, something that we've been doing, Raul and I, is really expanding on our own relationship and how we show up for the people that we are teaching, the ones that we're leading. And one of the things that we really are having a good time doing and enjoying, it's bringing the community of men and women, the ones who are in a relationship. And we actually just finished one a couple of a weeks dinner. ago, a yeah, dinner we that a, we created. A dinner for power couples. Uh, our next level dinner for power couples. And it was really amazing to hear like all this beautiful couples that come together and they're like been together 20, 30 plus years. And here we are like the babies of the relationship within 22 years of a marriage. And just knowing that, wow, in this time, how much we have grown and how much more we have to grow. Because I think that's one of the things that I take in from just leading and from being around other couples is like you think you're in a good place. And if you are in a good place, there's always like that next level, right? There's always like that next, um, if it could, if it's great, how could it be like amazing and spectacular and how can like you continue to grow? But I think that was one of the things that I've gotten from this past couple of, of months that we've been just doing a lot of work is how do we evolve? 
And how do we evolve? Like for me is always that question is like, sometimes I don't want to, you know, sometimes I'm, I want to be lazy or sometimes I have fear, whatever it is. And then having to push through with God's faith, knowing that when I start to grow, we grow. So I, I look back in the last eight months um, since we haven't been doing this podcast. Yeah. One of the blessings that we've gotten in our in our families that we actually have a, a cousin of ours who moved in with us. Okay. And yes. um, she was in a situation where her apartment was, um, you know, she she had to move out her apartment because her apartment went through a flood and her house went through a flood, so she had to relocate. And when she moved into into our house with her kids, it was an opportunity for us to actually share some of the the, the things that we've created, the space and the the rituals, the processes that we take you know, each other through. <laughs> and just this past weekend, we actually had a process uh, over the weekend that took him through a meditation. And the feedback that she gave us was a real blessing to see. Like she goes, you know, she says like, you've you created a space here in, in your home that is full of love, full of, of uh, hope for women who are looking for a man because she's single and she's looking for her king. But uh, she said by spending time with us, she was hopeful that it's gonna be a king in her life. That's right. And I think like, you know, when, when people see a power couple, especially for me, like when I look at somebody else and then you kind of just put them on a pedestal, but know that everybody has their own journey. Like we are not perfect. We're not here saying like, Hey, we've arrived in our relationship, but we are doing the work. Like this is something. And that's what I tell her and the, the woman that I'm, I'm leading and I'm teaching. It's like, it's a constant thing. It's like a daily process is a daily surrendering because there are times that I honestly, like, I'm, I want to like, uh, you know, we're at each other sometimes, or maybe like it's me, something that I go through. But then once I really surrender into like, okay, well, this is part of the relationship. This is what's helping me grow. And if you find yourself right now in that place where you're like, I don't know what to do in my relationship, just allow yourself to surrender into that moment. And how do you create space for more? And yeah, it's been beautiful to really take in those words from I get, from I get the feedback, get the feedback, because sometimes we don't know you know, what you're doing into somebody else is looking Sees at your life yeah. and says, oh, wow. That, yeah, and appreciate like, this it. Is, this is really uh, something real. And and the place where a lot of couples may find themselves right now is in a place of being comfortable. I know you did a video recently. We shot a video for your for your coaching program. Yes. And the framework of that video was where you're staying comfortable and your relationship becomes stale and, and, and you become in a place where you think that this is as good as it's going to get. A lot of couples could be there for a long time, right? And, like and you, you, could, you could be there. right there in your relationship. You could be right there in your business. You could be right yeah. there in a connection with God. And so what do we do to to um, to um shift that? What do we do to actually get out of the routine? You know, one of the things that we do is change the perspective. Like even like right now, this the new setup for this podcast, right? Change the location. It's, it's a new location, <laughs> the new look, the new, you know, something something new that comes you know, into place that like you have to have variety. If you don't have yeah. variety in your relationship, if you don't have variety in your business, if you don't have variety in your life, you, you, you're you going to get bored. And I think it's like the little things that you could do because I remember like even in your bedroom, right? Like something that we did that we thought was like, oh, it's probably not going to make a difference. But we, the way that you sleep like in your bedroom, like I remember when Raul used to go to sleep, he would turn to the left-hand side and I would turn to the right-hand side. And then I said, Bill, babe, like we want to come to bed and we want to look at each other. And we want to cuddle with each other. Hold each other so if we're facing away from each other then that doesn't make sense so then we rearranged our bedroom and not that we like to do that but it was 
we were comfortable where we were and we rearranged our bedroom so like we could face each other. And I was thinking about that because I'm like, now I've actually got accustomed to the other side and I've actually turned to the other side. I'm thinking maybe now it's time to like turn our bedroom upside down again and get a new bed or something. It's not that I want to get new things. Well, maybe it's really trying to say she wants to move out to a bigger house. And she started with a bedroom and she's trying to convince me to buy a, a bigger house and move no, somewhere else. No. But here's what you did. Actually, that's something, you know, and I want to get the feedback from, from the men that are okay. listening to this. Like, does your queen take up most of the space in the bed? Because you bought this big ass <laughs> pillow. I mean, the, house, the, the, the bed is full of pillows. Like, you know, we have like 10,000 pillows in the bed, right? That's right. And then our daughter came the other day to, to sleep in our in our bed, not to sleep, to say, to say goodnight, to cuddle. Cuddles. And then she sees me, I was already going to sleep. She goes, dad, you truly live on the edge. Cause you sleep on the edge. I'm, I have a little corner to the side oh, that I'm it. sleeping in. Vivian so has all the pillows. So she has all this, these things, you know, going on in the, in the bed. So. We could get a bigger house, a bigger bed. You, you want a bigger bed, you yes, want a bigger house. That's and that's true. variety. But we could do that. No, no. But going back to the point of like you just being comfortable. Sometimes you get comfortable where you are. You're comfortable just going to bed and not having to like face each other and touch each other and do all these things. But like if you catch those things and you make that little shift, that those changes have a has a compound effect in the way that you do yeah. things, right? Yeah. And and you have to start you know, you, you have to start looking at your relationship, your business, your connection with God yeah. with different set of eyes where you bring in variety, you bring in excitement, you bring in, you know, uh, innovation. Uh, I had a call with, with my clients uh, this week and we we're talking about how they still get excited when they get new clients. They still get excited when there's new business. And they've been in business for 20, 30 years. Yeah. And I so said, the moment that you start losing that excitement, you start losing that excitement for new New, new clients to serve or, or new things to do, then you start losing the edge. Then you become comfortable. Then you become entitled because I think that's where a lot of people fall into that danger zone of becoming entitled. Oh, she should, you know, have sex with me because, you know, I'm her husband or, yeah. the, you know, they should pay me because, you know, they're my clients or they, you know, they should do the work because they're my employees. The reality is entitlement mentality kills relationships. Mm-hmm. It, it kills that connection. Yeah, that's right. I totally agree with you. And and it's also like having that connection to yourself because that's something that's really, I feel like now that I'm, you know, I've been, I've been uh, coaching women for, it's going to be two years now. And it's really been an amazing journey, even for myself. And in the knowing that I've never, ever since like I have this awareness of like, okay, I'm too comfortable. I don't want to stay here. How do I grow? How do I evolve? is coming back and again it's like that constant reminder of like hey girl you really need to do something for yourself so you could have a ripple effect on the ones that are around you and it comes from a place of knowing like what is it that you need to do for yourself in order to have that effect on the ones there's always like a cause and an effect that happens in life right so it's like what can you do to have a different effect in your relationship and i think that's a beautiful part of acknowledging where you are and don't and don't be afraid to take your time and take some time to actually reinvent yourself. Take some time to bring that awareness. I mean, just as as a framework, look, well, we took some time for this podcast. We took time not to just put content because it, it started to feel stale. You know, the conversations, you know, coming in, it started to feel like, oh, you know, we're, you know, what kind of value can we bring? Sometimes you have to give yourself the space to actually 
see, okay, what do I really want? Am I doing it out of obligation or am I committed to do what I need to do? And, and that's where we, you know, have to honor ourselves and say, okay, if this is becoming stale, if the conversation is the same thing, I need to reinvent myself. I need to see how can I bring excitement into the things that I'm doing. And then also like, does it make me happy? Does it make me happy? And I know like it's not always about being happy because there's a lot of emotions that we go through. But in the core, like if you're not happy doing whatever it is, X, Y, or Z, then why are you doing it? Because yeah. then when you do it, you're not doing it with the same excitement, with the same like intention of of following through with whatever it is that you are there to do. And it's also too where, you know, because I, I have my own podcast, the Daily Edge podcast, which is my, you know, three minute fire That's podcast. That's like every day. But that I has been that. consistent for the past three it. years. You because, and then, you know, yeah. when I look at this, this podcast that yeah. we do together, what's the difference? The difference is that here I'm forced to have a conversation, right, with mm. you. This okay. is not just Raul's show. This is, That's you know, right. Vivian it's and Raul. It's not just your perspective. So, it's, so that is difficult. It was my... The reason I'm able to do my podcast is just, it's just me. Yeah. And I'm just going there and going to a rant for three minutes and my guys love it and, and, and the feedback is immediate. Yeah. And in relationships, we have to be willing to have these conversations. That's right. In relationships, we have to be willing to, to have that, uh, the, the, the view of the other side as well. That's why, you know, this was harder for me to do than my own podcast. And it's important because I feel like, you know, nowadays, like there's so many aspects of relationship that like we believe so many lies about what relationship could look like or should look like. And that's why there are so many marriages, so many, you know, marriages that fail. Mm -hmm. And if we have really worked hard at this, why not share with the world? And I think that's, again, when we come back. Because we want to share what we go through. It's yeah. not all like, okay, it was easy. It wasn't. But it's so worth it when you get to that place where you're like, okay, I actually do love you. I actually do want to be with you. And it's, and it's work. And it's work. It's not, it's not, it's not easy. I mean, we have, not unless you're married to me because I'm not that bad. <laughs> it's, it's funny because Vivian's sister calls her the Kardashian, right? Yes. Because she, is yes. The, she has the Kardashian, you know, I don't know. lifestyle. Let's, or, not, or look, let's not go there. And, uh, I don't want to be compared to the Kardashians, especially to what's happening right now. Like, look at that. Like, you know, um, Kanye West and uh, Kim Kardashian, like they're going, they're, most beautiful couple, like they have money, time, they have all these things, and yet they can't get that part of the relationship together, like to raise a family. And well, I'm I'm watching with my my son so the, the Kanye West uh, documentary, and let me tell you, you know, like, so, I've never I, watched it. I, you know, could see like the genius on on that man. I mean, yeah. that you know, when you start looking at the the way that he came up. And you know whether you like his music or you agree with him or not is is, is irrelevant. It's just respecting and honoring the hard, you know, work. the hard work, the yes. confidence, the yes. the vision. I mean, you know, the, the first episode that I that I watched in this documentary because it's, it's a great documentary. Mm -hmm. You know, he was determined to be an artist. He was determined, and people were laughing at him. He was a producer. He used mm -hmm. to make beats for rappers, but then he was determined that he was going to be a rapper. And when people laughed at him, he just believed. He he had, he, had, he had on unwavering belief and that belief system came from his mother there was a scene where his mother is telling him he's breathing life to him that's the the power that women have that you could breathe life to to, right. to to men is that like you could encourage them that you you creators yes so he's tell he, they're sitting down in the in the in the kitchen table and he's telling him like he was you know he's born for greatness mm. and he has all he was just breathing life after so he came beautiful. back after being rejected after people were laughing at him, yep. he went to see his mother and his mother was encouraging him 
And not just that, his mother knew all the raps, That's all so the cool. songs. And it was just, so it was cool. a really cool touching moment because I could relate of how, you know, we need sometimes somebody to believe in us. And we That's just right. need one person to believe in us. And then we have that unstoppable belief system that is birthed by somebody saying something to us that made us believe. That's so true. That's so true. Like to have someone like the community or the men that actually uplift and edify each other. And I think, you know, even just going back to like thinking of their marriage, like who do they have around them that they could actually give them that example and that like, okay, how do we continue to do this? And especially when two people start to grow, you know, like they they expand, they evolve in two different ways. And it's like, do we still, can we still have this marriage in this way or can we continue to grow and i know it's uncomfortable i think like, that's where most marriages fail because they stop growing yeah. you know or one grows too much another one wants to stay well they behind. stop growing together yeah they stop growing together yeah. i mean i think if 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 a marriage is going to succeed i mean we we'll look at our marriage is like we have we have to grow like we're growing right and the moment that that we were not in the same page we struggle in our relationship we struggle in our marriage yeah and i would say like you know, like we, you at least were very patient with me. And if, if we don't exercise that part of like empathy and patience in the marriage, then when one is not growing or one is growing too fast or one doesn't, or it doesn't go the way that you think it has to be, then for you to have that patience. And let me tell you, like, I think we've both prayed, like, God, just give me that patience because right now I don't know how to deal with it. You know? It's, it's hard. It's hard to stay married as an entrepreneur. It's hard to be in the Definitely. same page as an entrepreneur because, yes. you know, as yes, a as, as a businessman, we have so much pressure. There's so much things. I mean, I, I coach men all the time. And, and the main thing that I hear all the time is how do I deal with this balance of life, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I always tell them there's yeah. no such thing as balance. There's integration. You have to mm -hmm. integrate everything into your life. You have to be the best, you know, husband, the best father, the best businessman. And, and the only... The only way to do it is to integrate everything in, into one area, which is, you know, your life. Um, I love that. And I look at, you know, guys like, for example, Gary V. You know, he just came up and uh, with a post saying that he has a new girlfriend, like a new love of his life. And and I saw immediately on the post all these negative comments of like, how could you do this, Gary? I thought you were a family man. How could you do this? You know, you were the only one that I look up to. And now like you're, you know, you you, you let me down. And it's, so it's, quick so, to it's unfair to judge people without yeah. having all the context, but also understanding like, shit, like it's hard to stay married as an entrepreneur. I mean, you know, money doesn't guarantee you that you're gonna be successful. And we don't money know Money doesn't guarantee that, that you're gonna be happy, period. Yeah. You know, forget about money guaranteeing that you're gonna be married for forever. Yeah, sometimes money, like, especially if you didn't have that fame and money when you have it, then it's like, oh my gosh, just, it brings so much more stuff. More money, more, more problems. problems. <laughs> more <laughs> temptation, yeah, more definitely. opportunities, more options. And if you don't have the right foundation and if you're not growing at the same place, which, you know, I, I believe that, you know, with a man and a, and a woman are growing together, yeah, they're going to make it through. But if they're not growing, if they're not expanding, if they're not on the same page, it's inevitable. It's of inevitable. Of course, you That's, go both different, different paths. And, and the foundation of all of it, I think that, you know, going back to like our foundation is, is God, right? right? What, what created that foundation is believing that there was something bigger than you. Believing there is a God, there's there's something that is is not judging you because I, I think that we we look at God and and the religion as oh I can't do this because I'm bad or I can't do that because you know they're gonna punish me. No, it's the foundation of love, the foundation of what do you stand for, what do you want to fight for, you know. And and if yeah. you if if you truly believe that you're worthy of love, you're worthy of 
of having that foundation, then God is going to give you the patience. God is going to provide for you the opportunities. And when you as a man don't feel that you could live up to that standard, that's the moment that you have to surrender. That's the moment that you need God more in your life than, than ever before. That was the moment that you actually have to have the right association around you that that picks you up right. instead of tearing you down and telling you, okay, that's, you know, it's easy for you to, to, to leave and do something else. It's hard for you to stay and make it work. Yeah. And that's the reason why we have like in our, the title like God, money and purpose is because like God is such a great foundation for us. And when we forget, when we want to tear each other down or, you know, just, we are unsure. Like you go back to God's word. And for me, it's it's like a daily thing. Like I was um, having a conversation with um, a couple of the women and I said, you know, if you look back, if you don't know an example of what really like a healthy, loving woman relationship is, like you go back to the Bible and you read Proverbs 31. And, you know, at the beginning when I read about like the, the noble woman, um, a lot of things I'm like, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. And then at the end I read like, or somebody said to me like, you know, Vivian, the reason why there was no name for that passage is because the woman could be like, we could be the woman. We could just mm. insert our names into all those things. If you truly believe that you're worthy to be that woman and the work that I've been doing, it's like, oh my gosh, now that I read it, babe, it's like five years later. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Like I believe all those things. And even, even if I don't believe it, like I want to believe it. I want to be that woman. I want to be that noble woman in that marriage. And that's such a beautiful example of who we could be in that marriage, even when it's not easy, even when it's not convenient. It really pushes us to like look past our own limited beliefs. And if if you doubt that you can make it in your marriage, if you doubt you can make it in the business, you have to understand everything is all the odds are against you in your business all the odds are against you your marriage yeah. all the odds are against you in in, su yeah. in success yeah i was just watching a, a video with my my son he's going for his driver's license and we watched a video and 80 percent oh, of that video was about the crashes teenagers are gonna crash you know they're distracted they they drink they do drugs all this thing. 80 percent of Texting. it was negative right yeah so at the end of the conversation at the end of the training him and i look at each other like shit like i guess you're not driving because i, I don't want you to crash i don't want you to be into an accident but then I started thinking, yeah. it, why can I believe that my son is going to be the opposite? Why can I believe that he's going to be the exception of the rule? Why can I believe that he's going to be the 1% that actually does this? I'm not saying that 1%, you know, make it and drive it. It's, it's more than that. But I mean, why can you believe that you're the 1% that is going to make it in marriage? Why can you believe that you the 1% is going to make it in your business? Why can you believe that you're the 1% that's going to make it in life? That's the belief. And when you took, you know, look at, you know, the guys like Kanye West, for example, he believed in his music. Mm -hmm. He knew it. He mm -hmm. made it happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't know what happened in his marriage, but he had the same belief system or both of them, it probably would not be in a situation, but it's the right. belief system that has to be there. And it's that little lie that comes in and it settles so deep that you don't even know like where it's rooted and how did it start? So if, you know, you're listening to this and you're in a marriage, allow yourself to really like say it out loud. What is the truth? And if you don't know the truth like yourself, go back and read, pick up some great books, pick up the Bible, listen to whatever it is that you need to listen to and believe and know the truths of what God already has for us. And again, like marriage is something that's so worth it. I feel like, you know, we're continuing to grow. And I love 
the fact that we could count on each other, that we love to be with each other, that we enjoy each other. And that's really something that you could have if you were in a marriage. Too. But you have but you have to put in the work. You do. In a daily basis. And you have to generally want it. And, you know, I've, yep. I always go back to, you know, clients that I've coached that have gone through divorce. Sometimes divorce is inevitable uh, mm. because they're not on the same page. Right. Happiness is the key here. It doesn't serve anybody to um, to stay just because you feel obligated. So when we're talking about this is really if, if you really want to to be with your with your queen, if you want to be with your king, you have to fucking fight for it. Mm-hmm. You have to give it everything that you fucking have. The moment that you have given everything you had and it still not, doesn't work, you know, at least you have no regrets. At least you know, you know that you've tried at everything. At least you've tried everything. Yeah. At least you've done everything. And that's yeah. where you're not sending that energy of becoming a victim. You know, I, I truly honor, you know, Gary Vee, for example, when he posted, I, I sent a comment and I said, listen, this man, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we, don't know. He, we don't know what has gone through in the last couple of years with his wife, going through divorce, fucks with your mind, fucks you, with you emotionally, fucks with your business. With this man, we he just continued to bring value into the marketplace. Mm-hmm. He never, he never let us see that darkness that he was going through. And that's remarkable when you realize that somebody could actually continue to think of somebody else, his community, the people around him, and he deals with his own shit in his own private way. And when he finds love and finds happiness, he comes back and shares that love and that happiness. Mm. And I think that's where we have to, instead of putting people in a pedestal and, and asking them to live into standards of perfection yeah, no. that are not attainable because eventually people are going to turn on you. Just like what you're, happened, you're human. What, ha- I mean, what happened to him is everybody started on hating him on those comments. I'm like, shit, like he gives so much value to every single one of us that we learned from his experience that in the moments of darkness, all we have to do is deploy empathy. And that's where in every situation it's like, you don't know, you don't know the mm-hmm. full story. You don't know the context. Yeah. Judgment creates connection. Judgment creates a victim mentality. And listen, we're nowhere to judge, you know, but the one thing we know is that it's fucking hard. <laughs> it's fucking hard to stay married as a as an entrepreneur. It's, it's fucking hard to stay connected and passionate, but it's not impossible. That's right. It's not impossible. So at least the one thing that we could promise you, we're going to continue to come back to you with is continue to hammer that into your mind. That if you have God, if you have purpose, and if you focus on how to bring value, which is you know, how do you get your money right by bringing value to the marketplace, mm-hmm. then, then the marriage will stay connected. Then it's not impossible to have the passionate relationship that you're looking for. It's not. It's not. I love that. Well said. We're going to continue to do that. That is the intention that we have for this podcast coming on. And if there's any questions, if there's anything that's in your heart that you want us to address or to just have a conversation, have any questions around it, don't hesitate to share because when you share your questions, when you share your story, then we could all benefit from it. It's not just you Absolutely. going through it. Like we all go through this stuff together. So subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and as your comments and your messages. And we'll see you next episode. Learn it. Live it. Experience, experience it. it. Love, Love life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.